Good morning, Contrarians. Wednesday, June 29th, about 6.30 a.m. Happy Hump Day. Hope your seatbelts are buckled because it may be a bouncy ride here. Yesterday saw a reversal in stock markets with a sell-off in the afternoon, and we finished significantly lower on the day. The NASDAQ dropped 3%. The S&P 500 was down 2%. And the catalyst for this appears to have been the latest consumer sentiment survey. We spoke about this yesterday on the uh, on the podcast, of course. And this came in at a 16-month low and well below economist estimates. So, so much for this survey not having any any ability to move markets. Um, that is out the window. Obviously, this did move markets, as we saw yesterday, with significant sell-off. And stocks are now down two straight days after rallying last week. And those gains are almost all gone, at least for the NASDAQ. The S&P is still holding on to gains from, you know, if you go back to last Monday, but not by much. Energy was the lone bright spot yesterday, but that was in all likelihood due to China's loosening of COVID restrictions. Now, this morning at this hour, stocks are resuming their drop. The NASDAQ is off uh, three-tenths of 1%, with Dow Industrials and S&P down a little less. Among individual stocks, the major losers are uh, are, are um, cruise lines. Carnival is down more than 8%. And the other two, what was it, Royal Caribbean and Norwegian, are down a little less, around 5% and 4%, respectively. Now, we saw this during COVID a lot, where cruise lines would sell off. They were kind of like the first line here of uh, COVID concerns. And this is not about COVID this time. In fact, it is about consumer confidence. And there's some talk now about the uh, how this drop in consumer confidence could make recession a self-fulfilling prophecy. This is according to Yahoo Finance, of course. I'm not entirely sure of the logic of that because that would kind of indicate that consumer confidence comes out of nowhere and drops out of the clear blue sky. And there are certain things that may be uh, an impact here, such as, oh, I don't know, higher prices maybe, higher, you know, sky high Record highs for gas prices in the U.S. maybe could help, could hurt consumer confidence a bit. What do I know? But anyway, continuing here, cryptos are getting dumped again this morning. Bitcoin is down 5% to trade right around 21,000. It was down around 20,000 earlier, about an hour ago when I woke up. Actually, more around 5 a.m. when I woke up, if you must know. But uh, commodities are flat. WTI crude is uh, sitting at $112, a barrel roughly unchanged. Bonds are seeing a few bids. The uh, yield curve looks like it's moving a little bit closer to inversion. So today, the we have a busy morning coming up here. First of all, in descending order of, of uh, importance, um, or maybe I'll go chronologically. Should I do chronologically? Yeah, let's do Okay, so first up, um, at 7 a.m., so in half an hour or less, we have MBA mortgage applications. This is out every Wednesday. And last week, it was down 4.2% week over week. And that was the, uh, I'm sorry, it was up 4.2%. That was a second straight week of gains. Actually, I need to check that. That might doesn't sound right. But whatever. Um, 
but what we've seen here from from pending home sales is that the real estate market may not be as close to rolling over as was thought. Um, and that is not good news for investors hoping for a less aggressive Fed in the second half of the year. Um, then we have uh, we have earnings this morning due before the open. General Mills, McCormick, Bed Bath and Beyond, and Paychex. So two pretty major consumer staples in General Mills and McCormick, the spice company. Uh, and then Bed Bath and Beyond is a major retailer, and Paychex is one company linked to employment. So this could be telling economically, seeing you know, uh, depending on how these companies performed last quarter. But more importantly, what they're saying about the future, the immediate and medium term future, especially with regards to the consumer. Then at nine o'clock, we have this central banking summit over in Portugal. Uh, and Fed Chair Jerome Powell is going to be speaking here. He's on a panel with uh, his counterparts of the, e- of the ECB and the Bank of England. So that's Christine Lagarde and Andrew Bailey, if you must know. And so the, the three of them are, are on this panel. And uh, But so seeing how it's a panel, it's kind of difficult to see how anything substantive will come, f- come from it. Generally, if um, the central banks are planning on making any kind of statements, they would not choose a panel to do so, but more of a, a set speech where they can lay it all out. And then we have a couple of other economic data releases today. First quarter GDP and real consumer spending, those are out at 8.30. Well, don't think that will really do much. Maybe the consumer spending will. There's no, there's no um, survey number for that. Crude oil inventories are at 10.30. That would impact uh, oil prices, obviously. And then much later tonight, we get China PMIs. The bottom line. So there's quite a bit of in terms of the potential catalyst this morning, as, as mentioned. And this is all in the next couple of hours. So that could set the tone, should set the tone early for how things are going to look today. Um, so far, things don't, I mean, markets seem jittery. Uh, you know, they're down a bit. Not terribly, but Bitcoin may be painting the bigger picture here. As I've said, Bitcoin is a good gauge of risk and not much else. Um, But like I said, last week's rally is looking more and more like a bear market bounce than any kind of turnaround in sentiment. And the same issues that we've been talking about here, inflation and the Fed are just continuing to hang around here and make their presence felt in a bad way. And the conventional wisdom that the Fed needs to engineer a recession to rein in inflation is kind of looking like it's winning out again this week. Now, this could reverse tomorrow if personal consumption expenditures come in um, cooler than expected. That's the major data release for tomorrow. I've been hinting about this all week. We'll talk about it more tomorrow. But that could be something that, again, could help. Um, And of course, earnings could also uh, bring something here as well, positive or negative. And Powell, as I said, I'm not expecting much out of that. So, but, and even if he does throw markets a bone, the last time he did this, it was a very short-lived rally of like a a day. And then his his promise in air quotes of uh, no rate hikes, more than 50 basis points are out the window. So he's lost a little bit of credibility there. 
But anyway, maybe not much because he did leave himself wiggle room and he is a lawyer. Let's not forget. Anyway, that's all we got today. Uh, it's a bunch. And um, if you if you're listening to this, please do look at the the um, the 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 readout because I have a little poll in there just about the short recap that I did at the at the start of this and whether you want to hear that every day or not. Please vote in that poll. I finally fig- I figured out how to do these polls. I did not know that that uh, they were they existed. This is only for the uh, Substack, by the way, but. So yes, the Substack listeners, please do vote in that poll and make your thoughts known on the in the comments section if you like. If you want to um, talk to me for about anything at all, including sending feedback, please do so by emailing contrarianpod at gmail.com. And that's it for today. Happy hump day. Look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Bye.